1: You can thrive and live
0: the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So
1: dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. And today we have on our favorite celebrity guest on this podcast. You guys know her, Spirit Sis, our Man Gen Queen. Thanks for joining us today, Spirit Sis. How are you doing? Hi, babies. We're so excited <laughs> to have this conversation with you and to just have your beautiful, vibrant energy on and just talk about all things 2021 and 2022.
2: Same, same. Thanks for having me on. I love you guys. And let's do this.
0: Yeah, we, we wanted to just uh, have an episode where we reflect upon this last year that we've all you know navigated together and give you guys that space for you to reflect on your own experiences and really have that clarity of, what we really felt, what we want to take with us, what we want to leave behind, and just giving ourselves that time to dive in and and get intentional and assess this year that we've just been through so that we can move into this next year. And Steffi is going to be sharing with us a little bit about the astrology of this coming year. And basically, we just wanted to hang out with all of you guys and talk about our year together.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited about the astrology and I'm excited to hear your reflections on 2021 cuz when I was looking through my journal, I was like, "Oh, I forgot about this and this." But I feel like you guys are going to bring a nice perspective and then all together we'll have a little girl talk. So this is very exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, these
1: podcasts us three feel like the easiest thing in the world. We probably talked for 30 minutes before we hit record. And all of it should have just been recorded. So, you know, love belly that.
2: laughter, like actual belly laughter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And On 2021 it. was crazy. I mean, it was a year, I think, of. Um, A lot of ups and downs for people. And obviously, we all have our own individual experience, as we should, um, as we talk about so much on this podcast of being a unique individual and honoring your unique gifts and understanding your own journey and reflecting on who you are, what you're here to do, all of that stuff. And meanwhile, we're in a global pandemic and things are crumbling all around us while other things are... um, growing and rising all around us. So it's been a whirlwind. We are just getting faster and faster and faster with the information we're taking in and the information we're putting out and everything that's going on around us. So it's kind of feels, at least to me, like we are at warp speed and Sometimes when you look to the side or when you look straight ahead, it feels like too much, right? Like you're going too fast. Like I need to slow down. This is too chaotic. But when you just look down at your body and are present, then it's like, okay, I can be here. I can just be present. Yes, I'm going at warp speed, but I'm here now. And what is this moment teaching me? So that at least for me is what 2021 felt like. I don't know if anybody
2: else agrees, but. I was just laughing because it kind of sounded like this reference felt like Costco to me. It's like I have all (laughs) of. No, I'm not kidding. (laughs) No, I know that sounds really weird, but like just this, roll with me on this one. Just join me on this journey. It's like I know I have big items I want to get at Costco at a, at a nice price, and I want to. And it's like 2021. I'm like, I'm going in. I'm thinking about my list, all this, but then it's like the parking sucks. It's like, do I want to get a hot dog or not? I have to wait in line, and then it's like you, you're like pushing people aside, and then at the end, it's like if I'm patient and I'm present with myself, I leave with my items. So, oh my god! So I exactly. 2021 to Costco because that's basically the most I've gone like to to the Costco and back during this pandemic that is hilarious because Costco
0: can be amazing and also a shit show at the exact same time and you're like I'm not really sure what my experience was like was that a shit show or was it amazing and like it's kind of both if you can have the patience to get through those parts and like keep your eye on the prize and like be in it to
1: win it that's heli- that's exactly. exactly why I never go to Costco. I would rather buy <laughs> than go to Costco. I haven't been to Costco in probably five, six years. You haven't been to a what? grocery
0: store for an entire For year. two years.
1: Although I did go for the Sheena first time in two go. years to a grocery store um, for Thanksgiving. I had to get some stuff that I didn't trust, like... The Instacart shopper. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) It's fucked up. Although I'm so grateful for my Instacart shoppers because (laughs) they have allowed me to not have to go to a grocery store in two years. And it started with the pandemic. Like that was a really good excuse of saying, like, you know, I shouldn't leave the house. I shouldn't go to a grocery store. Let me just be inside. And Instacart makes sense. And then you know it i realized something my soul has always wanted <laughs> so
2: it's in here it's in your chart remember we talked when we did astrocartography years ago i talked yeah. about how you can't really leave the house much yeah and <laughs> which <laughs> that's is true it's on. just so
1: overwhelming <laughs> for me honestly going to a grocery store this is going to sound so dramatic but it feels like an assault on my physical body i leave there feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and beat up. I don't know what it is. There's just way too much energy in there. You go down one aisle, it's got one vibe. You go down another aisle, it's got like 5,000 different vibes because every item on the shelf has a vibe mixed (laughs) with 5 million people in there trying to get stuff for their own personal world that fits their vibe. Like It's just way too much for my soul to handle. So anyways... That was 2021.
2: It's fair to to, like, they're comparable, a grocery store, Costco to 2021. No, now it makes sense, right? Okay. It does.
0: Honestly, Um, with this last year, like as I was thinking about 2021, I had to Google like what happened again this year because this year and last year have so blurred together in my mind that I literally had to Google and look at like different things that have happened this year. I'm like, oh yeah, this all was in this year because, you know, within this this energy of like us speeding up, I feel like things are at the same time going really, really slow and also really, really, really fast, like blink of an eye kind of energy. So I had to literally Google what happened this year. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. And, you know, when I'm thinking about my own like life, Journey, like the things that have come from this last year, it's been a really big year for me personally. Like, it's been a year both of really deep challenges and lessons and up levels, and also a year of a lot of expansion and success. And my uh, sister and her husband, we just had like a little get together over Christmas to reflect on this last year and to write about our intentions and things like that moving into the new year. And also like to celebrate ourselves, to celebrate ourselves for the way we navigated any challenges And as I was writing things down, I was like, holy shit. Like we had a year at Luna. and I had a year personally in my own life. Like there's been so much that's happened in this one year. And at the same time, I'm saying like this year was uneventful. It blurs into last year. Like it's so funny how those paradoxes are both there. But, you know, for me, a big theme that came up for me in 2021 was Um, You know, I talked about on the podcast before, we were trying to buy a house. And of course, during the pandemic, the house market was insane, especially where we live in the desert, in the Mojave in Southern California. And um, that whole journey was so fruitful for me. It was full of so much amazing fertile ground for up levels and growing and disappointment and like you know emotional pain and like all the things and I think one of the biggest lessons for me and I'm really grateful for it is having these embodied understandings of these like spiritual euphemisms that we say so I was kind of thinking about all of these different like euphemisms that we like to say like You know, trust that the universe is supporting you. And every time you get rejected, you're actually getting protected from something that's not meant for you. Or every time you get rejected, the universe is actually redirecting you. Or like, trust in divine timing. What's meant for you is impossible to miss you. And those themes were really tested for me this year because of this house journey, because there were moments where. I felt so aligned with this house that we're putting an offer on. And there were even signs there, like the the clock in the house when we went to go look at it was flashing 444 and I saw a hummingbird nest outside. And there was like sage in the fireplace that I found and like all of these little signs. I'm like, this is it, this is my house. I feel it, the universe is going to give it to us. And then like, boom, didn't get the offer. And my emotional wave just crashed because I had this expectation and I felt like the universe was winking at me and telling me like, this is right for you. This is right for you. And then it didn't happen. And I was so bitter, like, what the hell universe? Like, why would you give me these signs? Why are you doing this to me? Is it really that this thing wasn't right for me? Because it's exactly what I wanted. And I had all of these signs. Or is it just that like the physical realm, like things are messed up right now and life is unfair. And like all of those euphemisms were really tested within me to really say like, even in the face of this type of challenge, when you are so like working so hard for it and so excited about it, can you still trust and believe that life has your back and that all of these rejections are actually for you? And, you know, these are all things that I feel like they come back on deeper and deeper levels as you grow. So these are themes that I felt before in smaller ways, but this year they were really tested for me. And by the end of this year, I can honestly say that I've really had to learn how to just let go of my desperation and to just like let go of obsessing over something that I want and truly have trust in the universe. And that's a big theme to say. And the way that I feel it in my body, like it feels so much more significant than I can put words to because I genuinely feel now that I'm like, whatever. Like Jesus, take the wheel. Like I'm surfing this wave. I'm showing up. I'm doing my part. I'm not letting go of what I want. I'm not thinking that what I want is not valid because it hasn't happened yet, but I am surrendering to that divine timing. I am surrendering to life, like living for me and taking care of me and not feeling like if I don't obsess over something and make it happen for myself, that it's not going to happen for me. So that was a huge Theme. I mean, I guess you could call it surrender, but also it was like me really embodying and believing that these challenges are an opportunity for you to up level that trust and to deepen that trust in life and in the universe. So on my in my personal life, like besides career, besides Dayluna, like that was definitely the biggest theme that I was blessed to be able to learn in this last year. And moving into this next year, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I feel like I'm like a grandma that's like taking off her wig. And it's like bring on life because I just I've let go. And it's so freeing for me to have let go and to really like put that trust back into life and to still show up and to have my finances in order and to like continue looking and like not give up and all, it's like the balance of those two, right? Like my will and the divine will or the divine timing and like allowing them both to be there together at once. That's been my year for sure.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, It's so interesting. I feel like this year you know in partnership with each other with day luna this year has been such a personal year um mm-hmm. for each of us and and having yeah. these personal lessons that that were going on whereas i feel like in the past we've been so focused on what are we how are we helping people how can mm-hmm. we help people more how can we create things that can help people to live their best life like we've been so focused on that and this year has been i, I feel lessons for us personally in our internal, um, emotional world. Mm
2: -hmm. And,
1: um, it's just so interesting. I love what you said about, I just don't give a fuck. I'm Mm -hmm. just here. It's, you know, really taught in like acting school and places that you prepare, 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 you memorize your lines, you prepare. And then when you show up, you just let it all go. You did as much preparing as you possibly Mm -hmm. could. And you're just present and you flow with, with your gifts and whatever it, it is, it is. And I loved that lesson so much because it's it's true in everything. I feel like that fuck it energy is I'm still me. I'm still the person that, that prepares and finds the resources and builds a platform, builds a course, builds an offering. I'm still the person that has wisdom to share and has insight to share and channels, messages. I'm still all of that while still being able to say, okay, but now when I've shown up, I've prepared, prepared, prepared. I've been myself. I've honored my gifts. I've done what I can do. But now in this moment, like what will be will be and fuck it. I'm here. I'm present. And this is just who I am and how it's meant to be. And I trust that however it comes out, however it's received, however it plays out if I get this house if I don't if I get married if I don't if the wedding's amazing if it's not like it doesn't matter I've done everything I can and what matters now is that I'm present and that I'm enjoying this moment
0: yeah it's like you show up and do your best in all those little moments and then you have to let go and yeah. just surf it, like ride that wave that life I can't is putting seriously. you on. Seriously. I honestly can't
1: even count the, how many times this year we said, I'm just on the fuck it train. Yes, <laughs> it, you you gotta
0: be. Otherwise you drive yourself crazy. Like there's this illusion that if you're not on the fuck it train, you're in control and you're making things happen. And like if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's like there are a lot of big things that you have zero control over. So let go, get on the fuck it train and then Also, there's this other side of that coin that's like the things that you can control, like your, you know, daily practice and the way that you support yourself, the way that you take care of yourself, the way that you communicate with your loved ones, like those things that you can control, put your control there and, you know, get on the fuck it train for the
2: other things that you couldn't control if you tried that's so crazy you said that you both touched on so many like beautiful things about when a when a lesson is keeps knocking you over the head that desperate energy to like get to the bottom because we're all spiritual people we're like where is that end of the and then it, the light at the end of the tunnel and then all of a sudden you're like I don't care anymore and then the universe grants you what you want because yeah. you just <laughs> it's like I've tried so hard I've done everything and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah I felt that way a lot about like a money mindset and the mm-hmm. scarcity mindset I always felt and all the, I worked on it. I I did all the subconscious unblocking and this and this and that. And now I'm like, manifesting money in a way that I've never had because I don't care as much. I know that sounds so weird, but I took the ego out of it just completely. I'm like, what do I want this money for? I broke it down and I was like, I don't need money. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Now I'm like being playful with it. But I love when you said also about um, small actionable steps that you can control. That's been a huge theme of mine because I've always felt this massive overwhelm of admin tasks. (laughs) Like Mm. I don't know why, but I'm like, I don't know if I can do all this all at the same. Time. And so I started to even taxes. Again, it had to do with money stuff. I was like, okay, I always owe so much money at the end of the year. And then I was like, how about every month I just put money aside? Duh. It's easy. <laughs> and now yeah. I'm like, I don't stress about that stuff anymore because I'm putting time and effort aside to make these things I can control not feel uncontrollable.
0: Yeah. and so now I don't
2: feel overwhelmed. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. It's like, it's so multi-layered and so multifaceted because When we have something like money, for example, which is also something that I've really worked on, it's like this big thing, right? A big, huge theme in your life. And if you want to make changes in that area, you have to do the work. Like You have to show up. You have to really put effort and intention in, especially at first. Like In order to break that, that subconscious pattern or cycle, you really have to show up and be focused on it. So We focus on it. We focus on it every day. We meditate about it and we journal about it and we do all these things. And then it can tip into this like obsessive, want or desire to fix it a want or desire to have the outcome and it's interesting because we have to show up and do those things but then also have this abandon of like this non-attachment this this just like letting it be in its own thing and so on one hand it matters a lot that you show up and do the work and on the other hand it doesn't matter at all and you're you can make more a bit of a big deal about it than it has to be when you have that like obsessive control the, the desire of like, I want to have things figured out when you're manifesting from that place of, I want to, you're manifesting more want and less of the actual outcome that you're wanting.
1: Yeah. It's, I love human design because it's really, um, has shown us these fine lines between all of these different energies, right. Of, I want this versus, there, there's that fine line of now I expect this and now my wave crashes or I'm hopeful and I'm working towards this thing or that fine line of it has to be what it, I'm wanting um or the fine line of perfectionism of i want to make this the best it can be and now it must be the best or else it sucks and i'm not good enough um there's so many fine lines the 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 nose for success gate 32 it's you know i can really i want things to be successful versus that fine line of if it's not successful i'm a failure and that fear of failure is right there so it's always really being conscious of am i am i leaning into my highest expression here while exploring while playing while having that um passion without it dragging me down and actually lowering my vibration because now i've tipped into this um this very heavy energy if that makes any sense it is that heaviness of okay, I want to be successful with money. And then that heaviness comes in of why don't I have enough money? And where's the money going to come from? And how's the money going to play out? And when am I going to get control of my finances? Um, So I love what you said about, I just realized I don't need money, um, which that sentence alone, I know there's people listening like, okay, bitch, like that's just not true because everybody needs money and must be nice to think, oh, I just don't need money. And it really is a energetic mindset. It's not a mindset of I'm actively thinking I don't need money. It's an energetic mindset. And for some reason, maybe it's my completely open ego center. It's not a lesson I've come here to learn in this life. I've always felt energetically I don't need money Um, but I've always for whatever reason not in my control had money to do anything I've wanted and I did not grow up with money I grew up without any money at all I couldn't even get lunch money um, for school so it's but I've always just had this energy Of I don't need money. So it's just so interesting. I mean, we could talk about money forever and ever and ever. There's so many different ways to think about it. But that being such a big lesson for you this year, and then having that kind of playfulness now to have that lightness with it, I think is really profound to even just say, I don't need money is freaking... Nuts. So, I second, think.
0: <laughs> would you say that that's like your biggest theme, or like the biggest like takeaway theme of 2021 for you, or is or is that just one part of it?
2: I guess that's one part of it, and yeah, I realize how like dumb it could say I don't need money of course need money to pay bills and stuff um, and like you Shayna like I've lost money in my life and it's been like tragic but I think that's why everything can change in a second with any manifestation you want to call in and I think that adaptability makes us as humans like living this experience you know you yeah. have to be changeable but for yeah. me I think it's hard to compartmentalize 2021 as a lesson because my overarching life lesson has always been I'm a major people pleaser <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And it's about boundaries. So I think it's always like this continuation of this life lesson for me of how I can continue to work on my boundaries, how I can readjust them if they don't feel right and be stronger or take away and almost experimenting with boundaries within myself boundaries with friends with coworkers, family etc so that's yeah. always a major theme for me which
0: I love observing that and witnessing that in you and learning from you because you're a one three so anyone listening if you're a one three in human design your profile uh, boundaries is a huge theme for you in this lifetime, and you know you kind of hit the nail on the head with that experimenting with it. That's the three side of the one three is like, okay, I've created this boundary. Let me test it out and see how it works. And maybe every new year, you're having a new place or a new level of boundaries that are needed, or you've set a boundary and now in that relationship it's all good, but a new relationship comes in, or you know, etc. And I love witnessing that and learning from you, you know, w- learning from the the wisdom that you have. It's, it's really cool to see that. And um, Shana, what about you? What do you think is the biggest like takeaway mm. theme? I mean, we mentioned that we both felt like we had personal journeys this year and our day Luna career was just like doing its own thing and kind of like serving us in a way. And then we were, had like space to be on our own personal journeys, but what do you feel like that was for you?
1: Yeah, I think um, there's been a lot of different themes this year, but I think one major overarching theme is anxiety and uh, presence. So, you know, anxiety has been something that I have had throughout my life um, and have had panic attacks many, many times in my life. Um, and this year has been almost a stretching of. But can you come back to presence? You know, having so many events this year with my wedding and with, you know, the bachelorette party and the bridal shower and the blah, 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 and like planning, 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 and even planning this retreat that we're about to have in two weeks. Um, it's so much planning ahead. It's not here yet. And with that naturally comes anxiety or the tendency to want to say, is it going to go right? Is did I think of everything? Is my dress going to fit? Did I work out enough? Did I eat? Blah, 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 blah. There's so many things. And this year, really, my focus has been on coming back to okay, I can only do so much. And I am here in this moment. And yeah, maybe COVID's going to F up everything. Yeah, maybe all my plans are going to be foiled because Brian gets COVID. The week before the wedding. Um, maybe we're going to lose all this money that we've spent because of unforeseen and uncontrollable things, right? And so for me, it has been a daily stretch of when I feel that in my body, it is a body thing that I've been observing. It's that tightness in your body that you feel and then actively choosing to release that And to come back into what your body's feeling, that present moment of, okay, I feel that anxiety in my body and I'm choosing to stretch out of it and come back to, I can't control anything, but what's in front of me right now. And I'm not a generator. Everybody listening knows, I'm sure that I'm a projector and presence is not my daily practice as it is so much for generators or mansions where responding is so important for you, but it is, it's just so important for that wisdom of honoring of self of your using your gifts in this present moment. So and alongside this, you know, I, I started doing Pilates this year for the wedding and, um, I met this amazing woman who who lives here in Ventura and she's um, in her fifties and she's incredible. And she, I've been working one-on-one with her and she's just really stretched me to um, places of embodiment that I didn't know were possible. This mind body connection that I didn't know was possible. And I think part of that has made me more aware of the energetics of my body in response to things outside of myself. So in response to my wedding or a family member asking me a question that stresses me out or a news article that pops up and it's like, is everything fucked? I don't know. Um, That Feeling that in my body and feeling the nuances of these different stimuli that I can't control and choosing to release it with my mind in my body, choosing to release it and come back has been, I think, the overall stretch for this year for me. Um, And another thing that really stood out to me this year, for some reason, we went on a retreat earlier um, in October and there was this woman there who she was she was talking about how, you know, what her sign was, um, you know, in astrology. And she's like, yeah, for some reason, I know so many people who are this sign and every boyfriend I've ever had is this sign. And every friend I've ever had is this sign. And I was like, that's incredible. Like maybe life is showing you a mirror of, of to fall in love with your own qualities more and what those qualities can be and how your qualities can be in connection to other people. And she was like, um, she was like, oh, so maybe that's why I don't like any of my my friends or boyfriends. And oh snap. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and <I> twist. Was- <laughs> yeah. And I said to her, I was like, I said something. She was like, cause no one like if that's the case, I would be a narcissist. Like, no one loves themselves that much. And I was like, I fucking love myself. I love myself <laughs> so much. If everyone I knew was me, like, holy shit, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> and she <laughs> looked at me like I was, I was this most crazy person she's ever met. And nobody had ever <laughs> said to her before, I fucking love myself. Because that that phrase alone is radical in our conditioning. To just love yourself. Like, and we say this all the time to our clients um, when we're at the end of a reading. Like, the goal of this is to fall in love with yourself, is to say, damn, if I created the perfect person, I would put all these gifts in the pot, like Powerpuff Girl style, and mix that up. (laughs) And like, all of those ingredients make the perfect person of all of these gifts. These are the ones I would choose. Feeling like I would choose me. I would choose my gifts if I had the choice, which you did, you just don't have conscious awareness of. That is the magic. And that is like where we're meant to live from, yet we're so conditioned that that's bad or that you should be comparing yourself or that you should be judging certain aspects of yourself. And when we release judgment, when we release comparison, that's when we have limitless potential that's when we are able to do anything we possibly could dream of because we're not judging and comparing. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it how other people are doing it? Am I doing it the way that I should be doing it? You're just doing it because you're so fucking in love with yourself. There's no other possible way that you would do it. So that was another big light bulb moment when yeah, I said that in her face. That's crazy. I was literally like, did I just say that? And she was offended that I said I'm fucking in love with myself.
0: So many people have never seen an example, at least an overt example, of someone who truly is in love with themselves, loves everything about themselves and shares that openly and is humble and kind and then can share that love with other people and express that love to other people, which That's really the goal of human design, that self-love, right? You cultivate true self-love for yourself, and then you are able to extend that unconditional love to other people. But if you do not love yourself, you can't love other people. So we have not in our conditioning seen examples of that. And literally when you say I'm in love with myself, the first thing that people think of is a narcissist or they think of like, you know, someone who is completely full of themselves and disregards other people and they're not seeing that connection. And when you do truly love yourself, you then can authentically in a complete way, extend that love to other people.
1: Yeah. And I just want to say that That doesn't mean that I'm perfect. That doesn't mean you don't have to be perfect to be in love with yourself. That doesn't mean I don't have challenges or I mess up or that I'm not working on things and growing through things. It means that right now in this moment, I am imperfect. I do have things that are not the highest expression that they could be, but I'm still in love with my journey. I'm in love with myself. I can have self-love, radical self-love without Being perfect. And that was a big lesson for me this year, too, with planning a wedding. You know, there's so much pressure on being perfect and looking the best that you can look and working out enough and getting the right outfits and dresses and robes and looking perfect, being this beautiful bride and doing all this preparation of, and how much preparation do I want to do? And then the day comes and being just fully in love with yourself. Like, this is how I look. This is what it it was, what it ended up being. And can I just be in love with myself, in love with this union, in love with this moment without having to be perfect? And that theme, it's, it's where I'm constantly reminding myself and constantly growing into. And every time that I feel like, damn, I... I'm sorry this is a side note but when I was a kid I had a moment I was at my neighbor's house and I had a moment because I'm mixed so my dad's black my mom's white and my neighbors I basically grew up at their house their mom was white and their dad was black so everybody thought that I was one of their kids and um, it felt really good because I grew up in a small town and there weren't many black people at all and there definitely weren't many mixed people and so you know being mixed i didn't have many examples of people that were mixed right and the media at least you know back in the 90s there weren't that many mixed faces on tv there are black faces there are white faces there are asian faces faces but there weren't i mean not as many as white faces for sure but i always felt like i don't know what i look like i don't know what my face is i don't know what what I look like because I didn't have an example to say, oh, I look like her, right? So I remember having this moment in my neighbor's kitchen saying, oh, my hair is not too curly and it's not too straight it's perfect. And my eyes are not blue or brown. They're green. They're in between. That's perfect right in the middle. Um, My smile is not too big and not too small. It's perfect. My nose is not too big or not too small or not too crooked, not too straight. It's perfect. And I remember having like, I went through all the checklists of every physical aspect of my body and genuinely felt in my knowing like, damn, I have all the perfect qualities. And of course, as I got older and, you know, was comparing myself to other people, I didn't love this or I didn't like that or whatever, but I had this kind of subtle undertone of just feeling confident. Even when I look back at pictures, I'm like, what was I doing with my eyebrows or my style? Or (laughs) how did I even have a boyfriend at that time? Because I was looking rough. But in that moment, I was so confident of just I'm I'm perfect. I have no one to compare myself to, no one on TV to compare myself to. So comparing to myself, like damn, I'm perfect. So I don't know. Anyways, that was kind of a side tangent. But How I think old that you this do you think theme when you felt that? around. Um I think I was like probably six like or seven or like ten. No, I would say like eight. Eight to ten. Okay. I don't know. I don't have the best memory with age, that's for sure. <laughs> Everyone knows that. But I would say like Around that age, you know, young and too young to have a, a boyfriend and uh, too old to like, I don't know, too old. <laughs> well, perfect. I know too exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
2: What's really cool about all of us is we've been able to witness and see each other's journey through the past year. Like with both Mm -hmm. of you, I saw your house journey, Dana, and how hard that was, how much you stretched, how much you did surrender. Shana, your wedding and all the ups and downs with COVID. I mean, a COVID bride, that's like a a whole level of Olympics and brides, right? (laughs) Like you dealt with a lot. So it was really cool to see both of your growth, like from the beginning of the year to the end and seeing, like, I just can't wait to see these other themes and your evolution into 2022 Mm -hmm.
0: and Steffi, something i have to share i don't know if you talk about your relationship at all on your podcast or anything but something i really liked witnessing in your life this year has been your relationship Um, yes you know it's been such a force of like love and grounding and like laughter and friendship and that for me like witnessing you Um, has been like a, a really beautiful theme to just watch like it continue your relationship continue to blossom and the home that you guys have created together and you know the laughter that you guys share like that for sure seems like a standout theme for me.
2: That is so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think I have talked about him a little bit, but we have the same birthday, which I Mm. always say is like an astrologer's wet dream. Yeah, which Uh, is the
0: same birthday (laughs) as my husband, which is probably why I like right away I'm like, I get you. I love you. You're in. Right. You guys all have that same energy.
2: But yeah, but the same thing like we talked about when the lesson keeps get bonking over your head. I mean, I've had a lot of really toxic, narcissistic relationships where my love of self needed to be prime to survive any type of situation I was in. So being in this relationship now, I am truly embodying who how I, I want to be in the world who I am, like everything inside of me, the self-love. And I attracted a partner who not only accepts the dirty parts of me, the imperfect Mm -hmm. parts of me, but encourages my growth. So, and both of you have partners that do the same. So it's just awesome. Yeah,
0: we're really blessed, you know, in in this lifetime to have that like support system. It's beautiful. And okay, so the next thing that I wanted to all kind of go around and share and talk about was what was a new ritual or modality or book or tool that you really connected with in this last year and that you felt really supported you? Um I thought maybe we could share those and then our listeners could, you know, see if that resonates with them, if it's something that they want to try. Um, For me, I thought of a few. So I was trying to think of a book that I read this year. And every book I thought of that really like connected with me was actually a book I read like three years ago or two years ago, because I'm like, I didn't really read that many books this year because I was so focused on creating content creating things that I'm putting out. I wasn't really taking that much in as far as books, but for sure doing Kundalini yoga was a huge tool for me. That was so, so helpful. And I like to do it with my husband, Jared. We like to do it like almost every day. And for anyone listening, we use an online uh, Academy called life force Academy, and you can take their Kundalini yoga classes online. And I love it so much because I feel like In this time of stress and unrest and having that anxiety in your body, like Shana was talking about, doing Kundalini and like burning off that density out of my body and restoring back to this like clear, open, strong, loving, vital, you know, connecting with life force energy and connecting with the divine. Like it's just been so helpful for me, like crucial honestly, in my ability to navigate and and release things that are not, you know, serving me and to come back to that inherent strength. So that was a big one for me. I've also been really into going and laying completely butt naked in the sun every morning for 10 minutes. Like you know, frontwards and backwards and just getting that sun. And I like to just focus on (laughs) all of the like vitamin D that I'm, that I'm soaking in from the sun. And I also like to close my eyes and try to feel like the light codes that are coming from the sun and, and check then what gate the sun is in in human design that day and see if my intuition was kind of spot on. And Honestly, it has been super spot on just closing my eyes and just kind of like feeling, tuning into that subtle sense, like what frequency and and energy c- codes am I getting from the sun so that has been so good for me wait do and- you do perineum sunning
1: yeah <laughs> you do you get sun in your butthole yes <laughs> do you do that yes oh my okay I just I, I wanted to ask and you already you- know the name like the official
0: <laughs> name and I do yeah. know it's called sun in your butthole <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah are we allowed
0: to say this yeah I guess they already do sun in the bum just sun in the bum sun in the bum uh-huh. But and it does feels it give you, so good. It gives you energy, right? Yeah, it feels amazing. And I only do it for like five minutes. But like, f- that's what I was saying. I like lay on my front and I do
2: sun in the <laughs> sun of the. Okay, hot. is
1: butthole like a bad word? No, like, I is just it feel that? Like it's like a
2: weird. Word I just to say. wanted to ask because you didn't really. It was like in between the lines, and I wanted to make it clear oh, for yeah. the audience. <laughs> I, I, did, I did. I literally in between and it the really lines. is helpful. Well, actually, at the bachelor party, yeah, all five <laughs> of us, <laughs> when, after a few white claws, got our butts in the air and did it all together. <laughs> Yeah, Brian always
1: wants to do it. Whenever we're like laying outside in the sun, he's like, "Are we gonna get sun in our buttholes?" <laughs> it's so like, good. well, this is honestly we can. Yeah, this is the first time
0: I've had a private yard where I can do it and like no one can see me. So like I'm behind my fence and I feel like no one can see me, but I'm like, if they can. <laughs> I guess I feel sorry for them, but also like maybe they're interested or curious. Also, like, I don't really care. My mom was like, what if a drone flies ahead and like sees you? And I'm like, well, then they see me like they're going to get a little nice surprise on their drone footage.
1: Talk about a lesson in confidence. I always (laughs) feel that uh, whenever I'm like laying laying out naked in the backyard and a plane flies over, I'm just like. You're like you're welcome so, like, yeah. whatever <laughs> it is what it is yes
2: yeah i love, I love it. it
0: and then the last thing i wanted to say was as far as like um not being perfect and like being in love with yourself this new phrase has come into my life and i love it so much like anytime that i'm um hating on myself in some way or like self deprecating in some way i like to use this phrase i love the one who and so you know for example if i felt like i said something awkward at a party I'll say to myself, this mantra, I love the one who feels awkward and like, you know, taking myself as like my own daughter and showing her that unconditional love. And like, even when she makes a mistake, I love the one who made that mistake. And, you know, giving myself that grace has been huge for me because honestly, like being out of uh, sync with social connections, like going to parties again or going to festivals again for the first time, half of the time I'm like, I love myself. I'm so fun and cool and nice. And then half the time I'm like, I'm the most awkward human I've ever met in my life. Like I hate myself. And so I've been really having to <laughs> have that mantra of like, I love the one who said that awkward thing. Like giving myself that grace, that has been huge for me. I, <laughs>
2: I could have used that before Shana, your wedding or that retreat we went on. <laughs> I could have <laughs> used that talking in any time <laughs> I talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's I awesome.
1: love that mantra. I'm gonna start using that too. Yeah, it's yeah. a
0: good one. It's helped me a lot because it stops that spiral of like beating up on yourself for not being yeah. perfect. Mm, I love um, it. So, okay. What about you, Steffi? Any tools or modalities or, th- you know, things that have been helpful for you this last year? Yes.
2: I love the gua sha. <laughs> Do you guys?
0: Oh, it was I actually never used
2: it. yeah, it was actually recommended to me by a client of mine, and she was like, "It will just change your life. It changes your face because you know everyone talks about like Botox or the fillers this and that." And I don't really like care too much about that. But the gua sha is a traditional Chinese tool, and I have a really nice rose quartz one. And just at night, it's become so soothing, and it's cold, so you put it on your face, and it really like helps with the lymph in your in your face. And I I have like just gnaw my my jaw in the middle of the night, man, Jen, I'm always like, like trying to (laughs) like always energy. Um, I've really enjoyed that. That's been really soothing and fun. Also, I've been trying to get creativity back into my life. I felt like I was in a little bit of a rut this past year. So I have incorporated paint by numbers into my days, which is really fun. And I'm not good at it at all. But everyone that comes by, they're like, oh my gosh, did you paint that tree? I was like, yeah, I did. But it's like, they have no idea. I'm like painting within a line of a number they told me to paint it on you know I but love that I sit by the fire and I have like I just roast my back I love it, it just feels so good <laughs> just like paint and I you know I have a glass of wine or I have uh, water or whatever and I just love that. But one book that I really loved this year, uh, I kind of touched on earlier how I, f- I used to feel overwhelmed for admin tasks mm-hmm. or anything, and I needed to obviously like unblock and do journaling around why that was happening. So I've done work on that. But I also got a book called Atomic Habits. Have you guys heard of this book? Yeah, actually, yes. Let me re- look up who it's from. Um, James Clear, Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. And it teaches you an easy way of how to make a habit last. And it's just psychology-based. So I've actually really enjoyed incorporating those a- into my days. Mm, I love that.
1: I love that, Atomic Habits. I have not read that, but I probably could benefit. Um, I have not had that many Um things that I like so clear like paint by numbers or book or something like that but um definitely Pilates has been a big a big thing um also um well this is a weird but um choosing to do things for me that I like or want that, that sounded so weird but what I mean is I don't um There's a lot of guilt around spending money on certain things, right? And I have never been somebody, I've talked about this before, who shops um, or who buys a lot of clothes or who buys a lot of um, items or things. And giving myself the permission to pamper my energy in ways that actually feel good to me. um, I feel like in the past, I have done it where... Oh, I I need to spoil I want to spoil myself, so I guess I'll go shopping because that's what you do or I guess I'll go really get my nails done because that's what you do. And I've now been coming to this realization of what are the things that actually feel good to me to pamper myself? And one of them is doing pilates, but doing a private session, which that to me, I feel like in the past I would have just made myself go to the class and the class does not feel pampering to me. it feels overwhelming. there's so much energy there, there's so much going on. So allowing myself to do things in the way that feels good to me. So an example is the Pilates. Um, another example is having getting housekeepers for the first time this year um, you know, having that instacart order, things like that where that's money that I could have spent on clothes or on items but choosing to spend it on the way and getting clear, Okay, what actually feels good and supportive to me? Can I allow myself to do that without the judgment? Um, So that's not necessarily like a book, but that has been a practice that I've put in. So Pilates has been something that has been um, that mind-body connection that I'm uh, in love with but then trying to give myself the permission to have the flexibility of doing it when it actually feels good to me versus when I have to go and show up to a class because I paid for a membership and blah, 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 blah. So I would say that's the main thing. Um, There's nothing else. I don't think.
0: I love it. Yeah. Honestly, that's been a huge theme for me too this year is like, what do I actually like? What do I actually want? And those places, um, you know, like shopping and clothes and things like that, it's a place where our conditioning is can really strongly be there, but we don't give it the credit that we would for some other area of life like our career or something else. You know, it's like we, we tell ourselves that... It doesn't matter. And so we don't look into our conditioning in that area, but it's like your relationship with yourself lies in those areas. So getting really clear about what you actually feel, what you actually want, what you actually think is beautiful and giving yourself permission to let it be different than other people or for it to not make sense to other people is huge.
2: And I love it. That's kind of also what I've been doing. It's funny all of us had themes in this, but as a man, Jen, I have to do what lights me up. Mm -hmm. And I realized during the day that I started draining, like, my battery. If I would imagine myself as a a phone battery, it would start draining and draining and draining to the point where it's like I had nothing left. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote out things in my day, what I did from morning. Like, one day I was like, I'm so sick of this. So I wrote out everything I did. And then at the side I wrote, did it drain me? Like, did it put my battery down Mm -hmm. or did it lift me up and then I started to kind of realize okay these tasks are what make me excited and happy and light me up and these tasks don't so I'm I've basically built a core essence of my excitement levels and I'm doing more uh, in 2022 for sure of those things
0: amazing that's so good yeah and as a man Jen, like you are literally a battery. And, you know, having those go-to things that you can charge yourself up, it's amazing when you put the emphasis on that, how much it changes your life. And I just think it's amazing in general to meet man-gens who are living their design and and doing, you know, practices like that, like you just shared, because when we meet people who are man-gens and we tell them play is so important for you, being connected to your joy joy is so important for you, it blows our minds that sometimes we're like the first person who's ever told them that. You know, like yeah. literally no one has ever told them that their joy is important or that doing things that like light them up is important. And that is mind blowing to me because it's like at your core essence as a man, Jen. And, you know, we we get so carried away and like your work day, the things that need to be done, those admin tasks, those taxes, like all of those different things. And our focus is on that and not on how your, your battery truly gets charged, how you how you have even the energy to do those things. So I love that so much. And I was going to ask everyone, like, what was something that they they've let go of in this year? But I think we've really, you know, touched on that, like letting go of that conditioning, even in the, what you should want to buy or how you would, should want to use your money, letting go of that conditioning of like how you should work through your day without any breaks or without, you know, asking yourself what lights you up. And, you know, I think a lot of us too, with COVID, we've had this great uh, excuse to be able to cancel things we don't want to go to. And I think for me, I've (laughs) really been able to keep that of like, and now I don't need an excuse anymore. I can just say, I don't want to go, or I don't have the energy to go. And like this, this whole two years, but really this last year has been me solidifying, like that's normal to do and it's okay to do. And it took, you know this. This huge uh, collective reset for, for us to kind of like let, let go of certain things. But I love it. And you can see all the ways that it's really served you. So, the next thing that I want to talk about, which I had to Google this because this is how like old and out of touch my elder millennial ass is. I, I wanted to ask you guys, like, what were some of the biggest pop culture highlights for you this year? And I'm like, oh. what even happened this year when our pop culture, I literally had to Google it and like the Free Britney thing happened. Uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, Benifer Reunited, which that was like a big one for me because I think I was in like fourth grade or fifth grade when they were together last time. And I was oh into it. And like, you know, Squid Games, uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian dating. That's my personal favorite because I, for some reason, think he's super hot. Oh and my I God. love that they're together. I know Shana could like barf in her mouth no he's got, like got a
2: st- he's got a Stelium in Scorpio so I'm shocked you don't feel any kismic connection to him Shayna. no no cause you got a Stelium in Scorpio too it's yeah, like that mystery sex appeal like why but you also are intrigued by it
1: and also I mean I guess I feel that about myself like why would anybody think I'm sexy <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pete Davidson (laughs) probably feels the same I don't know yeah I'm sure I I think he's I think he's alluring and interesting and I'm sure he's hilariously funny so for sure for sure
0: I think also he's been so authentic and like it seems like Kim Kardashian like that's something that she's really wanting now that she's like had this divorce like she's wanting to just be her true self and like who cares what anyone thinks? We better and
1: speak on behalf of these celebrities
0: just we saying, don't know. I feel like I know them because
2: I look at their charts and it's creepy. You know, you guys say exactly. that that's so when, when you meet with someone, you like remember something about their chart. Like, I'm like that with celebrities. Like, it also feels not consensual. I'm like, oh, I'm looking into their lives. Um, but with Britney, let's talk about Britney a second. I mean, the eclipses were in Sagittarius. She's a Sagittarius sun. And that, that was huge for her for ending mm-hmm. her conservatorship. Um, And her Pluto and Saturn, too, were basically freeing her from 2008, these cycles. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I thought that was really interesting that the eclipses pushed power back into her court and then she was freed.
0: Yeah. In general, like, I just think it's so fascinating to watch the pop culture world and, like, the internet and the meme world and to reflect upon how even these huge, like, Uh, structures around celebrity around things like that are even crumbling like the celebrity being like this person who you don't know and is on this pedestal and whatever like now you have their, for example Britney Spears and like how she uses her social media like you really feel like you know her because she has no filter she really shares whatever it is that's on her mind like I just think it's really interesting to observe even that like super superficial pop culture place shifting and changing. And like something that really stood out to me this year was, uh, working with influencers. Like we've just had like PR conversations with PR teams and things like that. And they've talked about influencers. And I think marketing used to be this super corporate standard, you know, way of being able to work with a corporation. This is the standard way we do it. There's rules and stuff, um, and standards. And now everyone's working with influencers with marketing and there's no rules. It's literally whatever that individual person wants to do or doesn't want to do is what the big corporation is at the mercy of. And I'm like, I think that's so amazing and new paradigm and interesting how like these little places that seem really superficial or insignificant are actually showing us the depth of the way that things are shifting into this realm of individual power and away from these corporations holding that standard say so over what we all
2: get to experience. And the creativity involved in, like, an influencer making their own content. But also, in general, all these pop culture references, like, the the velocity and the quickness of the memes that come out after something funny has happened. Yeah. It blows my mind. I mean, we all send memes all day long, but I'm like, this is so funny. So it's like something happened, like the Bernie Sanders thing when he was wearing the (laughs) mittens. How many memes did we send back and forth like with that? It was so funny. So I just, I also find that with pop culture, it just like the creativity is astounding. And I love being in this age where that can happen. And it makes you laugh. And it also makes you like it, you're learning history and you're learning about something while, you, while you're while you looking at memes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also
0: there's that an energy of like the collective being able to connect. Like everyone you know laughed over that same stupid meme or creative or clever meme. But it's like that energy of the whole world like uniting and being able to share, you know, even though we have so many different forms of media and so many different podcasts and so many different things, we also have a lot of you know similarities that that masses of people are all laughing over the same joke or you know gawking at the same like pop culture thing that's happened and in a certain way i think it really shares that collective unity that we're moving into too
1: mhm absolutely i'm into this age of information but also it's it is coming back to not being overwhelmed by it but mm-hmm. being able to i honestly think memes <laughs> are a gift because it allows you to laugh and um have that that sense of play that you were saying stuffy um which I think is really really helpful but I can't think of any um pop culture references um because I yeah I'm not I'm not kept up in that world I mean I definitely watch a lot of movies and <laughs> shows. Oh, I think one thing that stood out um, that you may have mentioned, Dana, was Simone Biles
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and her Olympic journey and her mental health journey and sharing about that. I think that was a big um uh, s- step, I guess, in the the right direction of um becoming your own authority and uh, modeling that in such a big way for everyone to see around the world, right? I feel like a lot of our celebrities in the U.S. are U.S. celebrities and every country has their own. And um, the Olympics is such a global platform that I think mm-hmm. that that was really powerful. But um Yep. Squid games for sure. Up
2: there. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Squid Games. squid Me games. Was so, and the memes and the TikToks that came from squid games was great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Remember last year, the beginning of quarantine was like Tiger King. Yes. And oh my it was gosh. like when things were still like light and like, it was so funny that we were in quarantine or like weird. And now we're like two years in to all, like, it just gets, she just keeps
1: going okay so i want to ask and i want to shift focus to next year 2022 how are we feeling what are we (laughs) feeling themes coming through Steffi. i know you have more of a with this astrological geez you got it you got it. (laughs) astrology perspective (laughs) and astrological it's hard it's hard Yeah, yeah so what
2: comes through for you i guess Uh, Astrology-wise, well, what's really cool, which I just wanted to say before I jump into astrology, is all of us have our own individual New Year's according to our astrology charts. So even though I love the theme of like reflection and looking into the new year, we have several new years, not only this one, we have an astrological new year which which happens on the solstice, which is March 30th, the start of Aries season. That's the astrological astrological. Now I'm screwing up. Astrological new year. <laughs> But Shayna, because you are Gemini rising, I actually looked at your exact dates for both your New Year's, by the way, in 2022. Just FYI. Shayna, yours is June 2nd, which I love because it's actually really close after Brian, your husband's birthday. Yeah. Isn't he like May 31st or something? Mm -hmm. And then um, Dana, your first year of your New Year is February 9th
1: because oh, you Aquarius rising.
2: So that's the exact day for both of you guys. So what happens that that's month, the 30 days before, is another reflection time you'll probably feel. So Dana, yours is pretty close. You'll probably feel mm-hmm. more reflective during that January time, Capricorn yeah. season. That's- and with Shana, the May is really a time of ref- reflection for you as well, ending your cycle for the year.
1: So interesting because always Dana travels in January, gets back Early February, and I always travel in May, get back early June, and and when Dana gets back in February, she's like, "Okay, what are we doing? What's mm-hmm. the plan? What's happening?" And when I get back in June or end of May, I'm like ready to hit the ground running um, with things. So that's so fascinating.
2: Yeah, I know. It's incredible. But in 2021, you know, we felt a lot of themes of this Aquarius collective age because Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius. But as of today, which is amazing when we're recording this, Jupiter went into Pisces officially. And that is huge. It was already in Pisces for a moment and then Jupiter retrograde, right? Happened and then it dipped back into Aquarius. But now we're in this Jupiter. Piscean age, which is going to be incredibly expansive, and for all of us too in the spiritual way, the spiritual world. Jupiter in Pisces is crazy evolution toward your spiritual gifts, towards your creativity, your excitement, your experimenting, uh, laughing, having fun with friends, and just getting back into your creative vibe. So that's now. Like if you, when you're listening to this, it's going to be now. And then Jupiter goes into a massive shift into aries later in the year in may so i really want to encourage everyone listening to embody the jupiter in pisces moment and you know look at your chart you can see where you know jupiter is transiting whatever house pisces occupies in your chart but it really is this massive shift that all of us are going to feel, and Jupiter really likes to be in Pisces, so it's going to feel very expansive and amazing for all of us. And, and there could be some you know, spiritual or mental health themes coming up as well that we all have to work, work through, but it's going to be amazing. And then when May comes, when Jupiter – let's get you the exact dates here – uh, it's going to be, drumroll, May 10th, Jupiter moves into Aries. And that's like a go, go, go time. So really enjoy these moments of spirituality and expansion in those areas before May. And of course, we always have four Mercury retro. Actually, sorry. Usually there's three Mercury retrogrades. But this year we're going to have four. Take a breath. It's cool. We'll get through it together. <laughs> no, no one's safe because they happen in fixed cardinal and air. It's like everything, everyone is just going to be screwed at one of the retrograde. It's fine. It's it's a quick (laughs) transit. We all deal with it. Um, But the biggest, also biggest uh, transit that I would say is the most significant is the, the North Node is actually changing signs. And so this happens every about 18 months. So what's crazy is the North Node moved from Cancer to Gemini in May 2020. North Node in Gemini is all about connections on social media it's about local community traveling by car staying in this one little bubble and really learning about how to connect with others through you know communication did we not do that during covid zoom meetings Mm -hmm. like we were literally quite grounded because the south Mm -hmm. node was in Sagittarius for the past you know 18 months we couldn't travel right how amazing is that so anyway so amazing that that's how, because North Node, it's a it's the moon's orbs, it's a exact calculation, and it's about destiny. And you know, you guys teach about the North Node. It's really important for all of us and to feel the shift of the transit so collectively, all of us during COVID, that we were quite literally grounded and had to work through these communication. Uh, destiny, karmic path together is amazing. So now the North Node is going to move into Taurus in early January. It's going to stay there for 18 Mm. months. So Taurus, let's talk about Taurus and the North Node. So there's a lot of energy of, um, I would say your values, what you really care about. It's about money. So making investments, real estate. So Dana, if you finally get that Mm -hmm. house, you really crave. Um, But it's also about the joys of life, the sensualities of life, cooking, um, comforts, sensuality. I keep saying sensuality. I'm like, and I'm doing this thing that you guys can't see me. I'm like moving like this. Excuse me. But it's about um, truly leaning into the comforts that you love in your life and feeling those. And if we're looking at the South Node in Scorpio, it's letting go of chaos letting go of emotional disturbance, letting go of possessiveness. And truly, um, North Node and Taurus will help us kind of get to this place of like, I'm going to invest in this because I want to and because I feel good about it and probably making a little more money for all of us there. So you'll see those shifts happening with income. You'll feel that shift with, I want everyone to invest in something they like, even if it's something silly in their house. like I want a new desk. I want a new chair. This is 18 months, so you can think about it. I want things that are going to make me feel comfortable and I don't care it's kind of what you touched on shane already i don't care what anyone thinks this is a comfort and this is something i really want to do because i value that so that's going to be shifting a lot too also um creativity is also going to be at the forefront but um managing money making money watching it grow determination and also a lot of um, taurus is ruled by venus which rules nature and spending time in nature very important during this time so that's a huge transit happening uh, we also have Jupiter's conjunct Neptune in Pisces in April which is huge it only happens every 12 13 years that Jupiter's conjunct an outer planet like that so that'll be a really good time for expansion of creativity again and the woo-woo collective like if you're thinking about um, diving into like a spiritual retreat or you know things that are going to expand your mind and your spirituality get into that. Um, you guys bored yet? Okay. We love this. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Not at <fascinating>. all. <clears throat> Hold on.
1: 2022 sounds amazing yeah i'm um I'm here for it
2: so yeah. the, the the eclipses are the, always the biggest energy powerhouses shayna pay attention because you have a scorpio stellium scorpios and taurus big 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 year for you guys because the eclipses are happening on those axes. and if you're a fixed sign like you are dana big uh career or home placements for you <laughs> so it's gonna be crazy okay. yeah right. yeah i know it's amazing and aquarius too it's another <laughs> fixed sign um but in general these eclipses are gonna happen um they're gonna happen in october and in late april and may and you're gonna feel that energy happening and with eclipses it's not really a time to manifest greatly it's a time to let the universe show you what's yeah. in the cards for you right yeah. so that's gonna be huge and uh I think that's, I think that's enough information for now, but let's just say the first, that Jupiter transit is huge. The one that's happening now and the one that's happening in May. I love the
0: eclipses so much. Like I think eclipses are really powerful because it's, it is those places where it's like powerful transformation. Like, let's get to the bottom of this, like, show me what's here. Show me what I've been missing. Um, I just think they're really powerful times because I love transforming and I love the energy of like. feeling things grow and shift and, you know, seeing those things that you've been missing. Um, But I can, I feel like I already feel that, that North node transition of like us being in Gemini where we're all about communicating and sharing concepts and staying put. And I already feel that shift into like, coming back out into nature and also coming back out into where do we want to invest our resources to start growing things. Um, I've been feeling really strongly like, how do I want to look? What do I think is beautiful? And how does that play a role in my career life, in my success? Like literally investing in what I think is, you know, important or beautiful or what makes me feel the most, um, most grounded in and in, in love with my physical form, so that I can have that confidence that like helps me more on that spiritual or creative plane,
1: yeah. And it's so fascinating that it's happening early January and we're going to Costa Rica for our human design training retreat early January. And we're going to be in nature. We're going to be grounded. We're going to be connected and investing in our spiritual and mental and also, um, abundance health of, mm-hmm. of really adding to our arsenal of what's possible for ourselves. So it's, you know, preparing for this retreat, um, has been one of the most fun and expansive and exciting things that we've done so far within Day Luna. And I just love the synchronicities of the transits that are happening at this time, because, there was definitely mental chatter in our minds of, is it smart to have a retreat in January, in winter, during a pandemic? Does this (laughs) make sense? Should we be doing this? And really coming back to trusting our strategy and authority and the synchronicities of everything is just astounding to to witness and see. It's going to be Freaking awesome! I'm and so what's excited. Cool about you
2: guys. You were planning all this during the Aquarius shift with Jupiter, which is unpredictable, right? It's changeable. It's, who knows? And Saturn's there to teach you lessons. Like, okay, like we're gonna teach you about this, and we're gonna switch <laughs> things up so you're disciplined and you learn. But now that Jupiter will be in Pisces when you guys are there, it's gonna the shift will feel automatic and it'll feel a lot more, I, I guess, like comfortable. So that's really cool. Mm. Astrology wise, that even checks out. But even for the people who are attending, you know, the North Node and Taurus, they invested in themselves. And that is huge that they are investing in their journey, their learning, and in general, like investing in like a spiritual cool retreat. I mean, mm-hmm. that's everything. It checks out astrology. Yeah. Yeah. And for 2022 in general, I think
1: it just sounds, the transit sounds amazing, honestly, mm-hmm. that you that you spelled out. And I'm really just looking forward to... um being present throughout this expansion that we're all in. And um one thing that that you touched on um or reminded me, Dana, when you're talking about beauty and um your space and making things more beautiful in your life, I read something last night actually that was just talking about, you know, this New Year um, clean your house, clean your car, clean your spaces, clean your mental, your mind, um, to make space for something new to come in, make space for something to land. And, and yes, there is that physical side of it of, um, I have been really decluttering and going through getting rid of things and redecorating things. Um, I need to clean my car. <laughs> that's <laughs> on the top of the list. Yeah, that's also
2: Venus retrograde, by the way, that's happening right mm-hmm. now. You oh, really, really do have to like declutter. I was just cleaning out the makeup drawer. Of course, it's like makeup, Venus, Mer- uh, Venus retrograde. Yeah. Uh, so, was, on so on the nose. It's So on the nose. I was cleaning out my makeup brushes, like going through all the bristles and cleaning them and decluttering. And I'm like, wow, now I really want to use makeup, which in the two years I didn't with, with COVID. Um, but yeah, that's also a time yeah. that's happening right now too with like cleaning and decluttering. And that's going to be till the end of January. And then I, one last transit, I forgot to say, Mars will be retrograde in October. Uh, so there is going to be like a nice little break in May, June, July, August, when all of the planets, the outer planets retrograde, which happens every year and things slow down for us to kind of like take breaks or vacations, even though Jupiter will be in Aries. So you'll want to like really go for things and really like get after it and you'll have a lot of energy to do things. But when Mars retrogrades in Gemini in October, there's going to be a little bit of a evaluation period. Am I doing things correctly? Is this the path I want to go on? So that review will happen. And it's really in the neighborhood of the eclipses in Scorpio happening there, Scorpio and Taurus happening in October. So anyway, May will be a lot of activity with the eclipses. October have a lot of things going on. But in general, 2022 is looking up, guys.
1: Yes. I'm excited. I'm so ready for... 2022 but also I'm enjoying this this moment this little break this week between Christmas and New Year's that is always weird is not feeling weird for me this year it's feeling really um chill and grounded
2: yeah So. so
0: so I wanted to kind of wrap up here by inviting everyone listening you know i hope that as we were talking you've been able to reflect on your last year and kind of get those nuggets of wisdom maybe some things that we've experienced you also experienced because we shared a lot of common lessons so i hope that this has been a time for you to just kind of reflect and allow all of the beautiful lessons and the challenging lessons and everything that's happened in this last year to just exist in your heart and to look over those things with love and gratitude for your path. And I hope that those um, astrology transits are were illuminating for you guys. I, was, I felt super excited listening to it. It feels really supportive to have a little bit of Um, insight on what we can expect and how we can really move forward. And, you know, I also like to invite you all to take this moment to think about your intention for this next year, your personal intention, you know, what do you really want to focus on as you move into this new year, even if it's not your personal new year where your you know, your rising (laughs) is and your astrology, which I really feel that like, I'm like, this is the new year, but it's like not my new year. I I still move in with, With intention. So I just wanted to to invite you to take this moment to just pause and to think about your own journey. And, you know, if you're listening, what is that intention that you're wanting to bring into the new year? And also I thought all three of us could share just a bit of what we're wanting to bring in. I'll I'll go first. Um, I really am feeling that this next year for me is about expansion and continued growth and success, but in a way that is grounded, grounded in life, life's plan for me, Um, grounded in divine timing and also grounded in my daily rituals of truly taking care of myself and honoring myself. So that expansion, having that, that polarization of grounding into life itself and my daily
1: practices that ground me. That is so funny. Literally, when you asked that, the first thing that popped into my head was grounded expansion.
2: No <laughs> was,
1: way. Yes. Are you kidding me? No, you I was like, my person. intention for next year is grounded expansion. And then you said it all and I was hilarious. Laughing. That is hilarious because I've been working
0: on that for the last week. I've been trying to create those words for myself. Wow.
1: That's crazy. And I just pulled a card. For everyone, and the card I pulled was get grounded.
2: Um, (gasps) That really works with with North Node and Taurus. I was just going to say that Taurus energy
1: of
0: like, okay, we're expanding, but in a way that is grounded, really getting intentional about where you're investing your time, your energy, your resources. Um, investing in the physical plane, being in nature, because that is so grounding as we're expanding and moving forward and creating new things. Having that time to ground in nature really makes you more able to expand in a way that's like sustainable.
1: Yeah. The first thing that this card says is you're being called to get grounded to ensure that your luminous field is clear and your inner well is full. Mm, So it really is, um, is clearing out. And but but still being grounded. And I think, you know, in this theme of grounded expansion that I'm really wanting to call in when I'm envisioning this next year, it's not, um, it's not expansion out of fear or lack or stress or ego, proving yourself, anything like that. It's expansion and success and groundedness from a place of rest and Mm -hmm. just being Mm -hmm. and allowing um we really did you know starting in march we scaled back how or we changed our reading structure and that feels just so supportive where we have a week each month that we are really doing readings and then the other weeks we get to play and expand and rest and do whatever we're feeling called to do. So, I think for this next year, um I'm wanting, yeah, I'm I'm envisioning that expansiveness while resting and allowing and just riding that wave with that energy of surrender and trust, but also I'm just really excited. Like Me my too. body is excited Me for too. All of the things that I don't even know are going to come next year. But I'm just excited.
2: Yay. I love it. I love that you both had said the same thing at the same time. That was we really would. cool. It I was cool in, to witness.
0: I got in trouble last week. Not in trouble, but I got called out for saying to someone, we love you from me and Shana, And she's <laughs> like, are you speaking for Shayna? And I'm like,
2: yeah, of
0: course I am. <laughs> like She's like, she's her speak. own person. And I'm like, yeah. You know, sometimes <laughs> am I though? Yeah, we're kind exactly. of one person. We're so opposite, and also we're one person at the same time. Okay, always. Steffi, what about you? What's your intention for
2: moving into this next year? Grounded oh expansion. My gosh. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would feel I would feel left out if I didn't say that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, mine is always called, I mean, this is Man Gen motto cultivate more fun and freedom um, mm. but i want to also live my dreams without fear and walk the walk if i'm talking the talk so i do astrocartography for years and i just booked my first trip to europe <laughs> oh my- God, <laughs> I know, and I'm going on my um, lines because I want to do some field research. So I'm going on my Venus line and North the line and a Neptune line. So I'm oh really, my yeah. So I want to just is the go first for it. First
0: time that you're telling us right now. Yes, live. I um, wanted to
2: wait. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I know. I was gonna text you guys, and I was like, I'm gonna do it live on the air. I know you guys oh were my really. Gosh. So I'm, I'm freaking so going for it, and I I've had this fear of I don't know whatever, but we haven't been able to Sagittarius North Node. I'm gonna blame it on not being able to travel but I'm doing it so and I'm investing in myself and I'm freaking doing it so I'm oh my very God. excited for that
1: Took everything in me not to scream into my microphone I think I did just scream <laughs> sorry everyone listening for a screaming Yes and I'll am doing a, She made a surprise and delight us on time <laughs> on air And this yeah. is a big deal because you haven't traveled outside of the country much
2: no, not really. No, like so I didn't have the huge. I didn't have the opportunities to. No, yeah. and, and I literally know everything about geography now because I've been looking at people's charts for <laughs> every day for two years. So it's really exciting, and I can't wait to go on these lines and bring back this uh, like education for other people and for myself. So it feels really expansive, I guess. Wow! That's so so, yeah. so when yeah. and where? All right, so going? I'm going to, I'm flying into Spain and then I'm doing the South of France as well. <laughs> so I know, I know I wanted to do everything, but I mean, like hopefully fingers and toes crossed with COVID, but I looked at all my transits. It's, I'm having a ninth house year. It's perfect. It perfectly lined uh, like with beautiful. my chart. You know, I did all my research. I looked at Andrew's lines, looked at my lines, everything. And he even said, he's like, are the lines good? I'm like, wait, I got you. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I basically did the work. But um, anyway, to end, can we do a really quick rapid fire game yes (laughs) please (laughs) well wait I just
1: want to ask so your intention for next year to sum up is travel freedom and
2: play yeah it's like well yeah there's so many it's like cultivate freedom and and with fun and creativity but also to live live my dreams without fear yes mm. 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 Sorry. jumping into, oh. which is very, like, Jupiter and into Pisces. those words yeah yes. yes living life um, without fear
0: basically shane and i as projectors our intention was basically success but like in a way that's grounded <laughs> with us and you as a manifesting generator basically your intention was freedom and play like it's so <laughs> cliche but also so beautiful right like so aligned like our own versions yeah. of it our own words for it but so i'm sure everyone listening if you're a projector or a man gen you might have an intention, you know, similar or not. Um, we'd love to hear about it. But yes, let's do a rapid fire game. That's why we love your beautiful, <laughs> playful energy. Give it to us.
2: Okay, you could do it quick. Um, So I basically, well, let's play, do you want to take this into 2022 or do you want to leave it in 2021? So I just okay. have a few things. So the first thing, so you take it or leave it, right? Okay. Into the new year. So the first thing is Zoom meetings. Do you want to take it or leave it? Oh, um take I'll it. I want to take it. Because we
0: aren't going to real meetings with clothes on. <laughs> ever.
2: Agreed. I've been we wearing pajama pants this whole time. Yeah.
0: We don't wear shoes, we only wear slippers. So gotta be take it.
2: Yeah. Take it? Okay, yeah, take, take it. it. Okay, what about um croc clogs? Those <gasps> were fashion trend this year. Croc clogs. Leave it. Take
0: it. <laughs> take it. Because I've always hated crocs with a vengeance and until i wore some this summer and they are Uh, epic especially for wearing in the water like if you're going river rafting clogs okay yeah though because then your feet get cold and like they're like furry i would i'm into it Granted, the clogs have have a heel
2: on them croc clogs
0: i've never worn them they're like i mean
2: literally heel crocs
0: they're heels on yeah yeah okay i'll send you a picture i thought you were saying like a clog like it's like furry on the inside
2: yeah okay. we've never Bur- seen a clog. we'll put a picture of the crop
0: clog <laughs> in the show notes for you guys to tell us if
2: you take it earlier. okay great yeah we're yeah. not gonna do that but yes you can <laughs> google it i demand it um okay how about tiktok transitions like when people snap and they disappear
1: oh
2: wait, you guys had to really what? think about that one never mind yeah. let's just leave it no no i'll don't. take it i'll
0: take it, TikTok take it trans-
2: how about tiktok Wanted to say tiktok take it or no, leave
0: it i like the transitions like where they clap their hand in the uh-huh. screen and then they sh- and then it's like boom yeah. baby it's like magic take yeah. it oh I love yeah it. Take when it, it's take well it. executed it's so fun and satisfying definitely take it
1: also it really expands our consciousness of what's possible aka new paradigm where we have no limits and we can just be like boom bitch now i'm here or flawless, flawless right. or whatever yeah love it. i i take it
2: Okay, how about cryptocurrencies and NFTs, which was trending in 2021?
1: Oh, well, the Vedic astrologer told me not to invest in Bitcoin, (laughs) which was really specific. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, like, for other people, take it. Like, for the world, take it. But for me personally, haven't ever taken it. So I'm just going to stay.
0: I was going to say the same thing. Like uh, I feel like anytime someone tries to scam or hack you on Instagram, it's always like pay me in Bitcoin, Bitcoin or like whatever. And I just feel like it's like this interweb like for me, it has like a shady thing. So I'm going to leave it for me. But for other people, I see it being super expansive and empowering and like super new paradigm. So I'll take it for them.
2: Beautiful. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. How about low-rise jeans? Take it or leave it?
1: Leave it. Leave it. (laughs) Us millennials,
2: it's like dark to even think about low-rise (laughs) jeans. Don't take me
1: back there. (laughs) No, I
2: know. And also they're wide-legged now. So it's low-rise. I I sound old. Low-rise and wide-legged. Legged? Legged? I tried them on and they were not cute on me. I mean, I was like... And all the 15-year-olds helping me in the store were like, oh my God, girl, you look amazing. I was like, I look like I'm 90. Like I looked like a little frumpy little... Not like they look. They look cute. Anyway.
0: You know the low rise, but then it has like two straps on the top, like almost as if your like thong is showing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, these trends are making me so old because I could never wear that or pull it off so i'm gonna
1: have to leave it hard yeah leave i'm gonna hard. leave it for humanity as a whole <laughs> and just like think thank us later i think any elder
2: millennial or any millennial would leave it for okay, sure beautiful okay a few more how about uh, voicemail take it or leave it leave it it.
1: hate (laughs) voicemails yeah dana by the way your voicemail box is full so you need to delete some (laughs) i don't have to
0: listen to new voicemails i'm like oh my it's broken
1: yeah i called you the other day and it said it was full and i meant to tell you so i'm telling you now on air but um (laughs) yeah leave it i have so many unchecked voicemails and i'm over it like text me even if you're a business text me please Mm
2: -hmm. yeah well, wow, we have no strong opinions. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> how about uh, side parts? Take it or leave it. Oh,
0: oh, take it for for me. It depends on like the person and their hairline, exactly. And if it looks good on them or not. Like for some people, it just looks great. For other people, genuinely, they should leave it. So for yeah. me, it's up to the individual and like you
2: do, you boo what works for you. I agree. But, and basically a lot of these i pulled because it was a gen z and millennial war yeah. this yeah, year, which is crazy yeah. and they called us chugy which is i had to look it up which means i am chugy it's basically like <laughs> things that are untrendy <laughs> so chugy yeah, you haven't heard of that i heard about it no, no i had the to google day. it because i'm chugy it's like if you have live laugh love stickers or like things in your home you're chugy so it's cheesy it's, it's just like a old different things word that are for, out of style. Is it like
0: a mixture of cheesy and gooey? <laughs> like what's the <laughs> other word that it's for like chewy. honestly
2: let's bring a gen z on and, and battle yeah. this out because i don't have the bandwidth to think about it this
0: is it. my first time
2: hearing that word, i literally so. had to write it phonetically so i said it right just fyi <laughs> so that's chewy yeah it's like spelled yeah like that you're like chewy and gooey <laughs> like yeah who knows anyway we'll leave that word in 2021 it's like calling a
0: millennial a boomer but like UG. yeah
2: which okay. whatever but anyway that was all of these were pulled from the crazy uh, battle between the gen z and the uh, millennials okay uh let's do two more how about um canceling are we gonna leave it or take it cancel culture oh
0: that shit just got real um, um i want to say half and half take aspects then- of it and you can't do that you have to choose
1: one I would Let's, say the same Half I would say there's parts because... of it that I want to
0: take and okay take it with no ego that's yeah. what I would say mm, take
2: conditional it with take. Us,
0: but but no no ego has to be real from the soul
2: cancel yeah, yeah. okay yeah I okay. agree
0: is that an acceptable answer
2: According to my fake rules for this game I made up, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> okay, great. I'll take conditional answers because they had a great, it had a great explanation. Twenty five okay. million points for that. Thank you. Okay. I just added <laughs> point systems as well. Damn, um, do okay. I have zero? Okay, <laughs> yeah, essentially, I am no. winning. <laughs> you got twenty five mil, baby. Okay, last last thing: take or leave in twenty twenty one conditioning. Leave, leave it
0: leave
2: it hey no, had to leave end in the human design and that is that is the game I wish yeah. I had music I'm
1: canceling all of my personal conditioning and I'm leaving it in <laughs> yes. 2021
0: perfect great that was a uplifting leave on that
2: on the last yeah. one thank you for that
0: honestly Even when you create games because we don't know how to do that or
2: be fun. oh dana stop it you make all the fun games for all the parties well
0: sometimes they work sometimes they really don't so that's why we have to leave it to it's you our, if it our queen work. it's true it's true okay well
2: this what a fun combo!
0: this has been so fun thank you for connecting with us Steffi. thank you for coming on here and blessing us with your presence In just your personal wisdom, it's been so fun to hear. And also thank you for dropping that knowledge for us with the astrological transits of New Year. The New Year, I think it's going to be a beautiful year and it feels really good to have those little nuggets of insight. It just makes you feel like, okay, let's do this. Let's move together as this collective. So I hope everyone listening has come along for the fun with us and has been able to reflect a bit about their last year and moving into this new year with intention and purpose and also fun and realness and just being here exactly where you are. That's what we're about in this new year. So Steffi, where can people find you with all of your offerings with Spirit Sis?
2: Yes, find me online at spiritsis.com. My Instagram is spirit underscore sis and my podcast is Psychic Scoop. And
0: what kind of uh, offerings do you have right now that you're super excited to share with with uh, your
2: listeners and your followers? I'm so 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 excited. I'm actually dropping an astrology course, hopefully in February. <laughs> I've been working on wow. it for months. Ooh. I cannot wait. Spirit told me to do that. I have an intuition course, which we've talked about on the podcast. I'm also doing a personal transit forecast. So if you're confused about like where where does this where do the eclipses hit my chart, I do those as well.
1: By the Ooh, way, I just want to um, say those are epic. I I probably call you every 6 months like, okay, I need <laughs> a I need a session. And I need to know what's coming up and what my transits are. I love the personal transit charts, especially this time of year for projecting into the next year. I just feel so supportive yeah. and grounded expansion. And astrophotography
2: sure. is fun, too, because yes. if we can travel again, finding out where in the world. I mean, I'm a man, John. I have a 100 offers. Just go on and look. It's, it's always changing, ever changing.
0: <laughs> wow. The it. astrology course that you're doing, that is going to be epic. I am super excited for that. And also the personal transits. Like like I've been wanting you to create that offering for a long time. So I know. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> excited that you have these offerings and that everyone's going to get to connect with them. I think it's going to be so fun and expansive in the new year and joyful and playful. And yeah. Shana, where can people find day Luna?
1: Um, okay. So daylunalife.com is our website, Avi. And then um, at Dayluna is our Instagram. And then this podcast, those are our main platforms. Um. And I just want to say that with, all of the chaos and all of the heaviness and all of the unknown that's happening right now, especially this week with the variant and the, the pandemic and everything. Um, I hope that this episode can just bring some fun and play and just real authentic living, breathingness to your day um, and to your soul and to a, hopefully a smile on your face because we're all going through this craziness together Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that can be done. So just have fun and play and control what you can and just breathe and be authentic. I think that's a big goal for next year that I just want to plant the seed is like, be a real ass bitch, that be authentic. Um, and if you, you're struggling with that or you don't know how, obviously our favorite place to lean in is human design. Um, So lean in, get to know yourself, fall in love with yourself, fall in love with your life just as it is right now. It doesn't mean it has to be perfect. Um, Embrace the present moment, embrace the beauty, clear out the junk, all of these different themes that we've talked about in this episode. I just want to encourage you to know like the crazy heaviness is not everything that we are. It's not everything that Um, that we can experience in our daily life so this is so true yeah this week is is. this week and I'm into it Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and when we share it together it it lightens the load to be on this collective journey together and also to be on our individual journeys together holding space for each other that's like what we're doing in this new paradigm is that collective that individual so beautiful and so it is and thank you all of our listeners for joining us on this podcast today it was so fun to just connect and I hope that you guys had fun too hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we will see you in the new year we love you